The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I am professional wrestler Chris Rex, and if you're hearing my voice, that means you're listening to the Bear of Texas podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Rage Quit, the video game discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast. I hope everybody enjoyed the last episode. Therefore, it is time to pick up the controller, put the video game like strategy mind cap on and boom here we go well today's subject um is a game that i've loved to talk about for such a long time it was actually a game that even though i've always loved it that sometimes i would hate it because it was so goddamn frustrating now i'm not gonna go through the entire game because the length of the game is so long and if i was going to talk about the entire game i need a fellow video game historian slash Junkie, talk this game with me. Ladies and gentlemen, I am talking about The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time, but I'm going to go through one piece of that game. I'm going to talk about the Forest Temple, the first major dungeon, as they like to label in that game, of that particular game. You know when you start the Forest Temple, oh, you know that this is where the challenges are really going to take it to the next level. But there's challenges to do before you get to the Forest Temple. I'm not talking about getting the three spiritual stones, the coke, the, the I forgot what they were called, the, the Kokri, uh, whatever that thing was called, and there's the the Gordon Ruby and then Zora Sapphire, Sapphire. But but the bottom line is, you know, the Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time has really just been it, it's really a challenge within itself because. You know, when I talk about that games are not, the, the length of a game is no is not good enough anymore, the challenges are not there anymore, and, you know, I swear to God, The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time, to say that this game has so much in store for you is a hell of a major understatement, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, when I was a kid, I got stuck in the water temple for so fucking long. You know, probably six years to be exact. Six years! I was stuck in the damn water temple, and everybody was telling me the water temple was easy, but I just could not figure it out because I was not smart enough to know that there was walkthroughs on the internet. But then again, I'm probably like, you know what? I did not want to take the easy way out. So one day, I finally figured it out. Boom, finally finished the game. And God knows how many times I've I've played and finished the entire game my whole life since then. Too many times to count, but I remember so much, but I'm pretty sure there's small details that I don't remember off the top of my head. But, you know... The biggest, one of the coolest things about Zelda is when you first start the game, you have nothing. 
none of the toys, gadgets, whatever what you want to call them. I mean, let's let me, let's be honest. The first thing to remember about Link at the beginning of the game, the man doesn't even, the, the the boy I should say he doesn't have a fairy. Then he meets he meets Navy the fairy or Navi or however you want to call it. Let's just call her Navi. I mean, I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. I mean, I'm not the biggest uh, Zelda nerd in the world, but uh, I do have respect for the game. Even though I never, unfortunately, finished uh, Twilight Princess. I was supposed to finish it before my brother moved, but uh, who, who knows? One day I'll, I'll get to it again. Alright, so... So the Forest Temple, as we know, and... Uh, I'm going to start off, so basically, when you get the, those three um, spiritual stones, and then you order, you you open that old door of time, you pick up the Master Sword from the pe from the pedestal of the, of time, and, and then you get transported seven years in the, into the future. So we all remember the first time you grab the Master Sword, you become Adult Link, you know. I remember when you meet the head of the sages, you're in the, uh, the Sacred Sage uh, Temple, which is part of the Temple of Time, and you meet the the, the head of the sages. I forgot the name. I forgot the name of the of, of the guy, but I'm gonna look it up right now. The leader of the sages. I remember what he looks like. Uh, well, can't get the name anymore. Anyway, but everybody knows what I'm talking about. The main sage, and he basically explains, you know, that Ganondorf, you know, got the Triforce, and you know, now that it's up to Link to. Uh, you know, to, to uh, save Hyrule, to get rid of the evil, and, you know, and, and I think one of the things is he, he explains to Link that he was stuck within seven years because he, he was not old enough to, uh, to fulfill the prophecy of the Chosen One. But anyway, so after that, you're, you're back in the Temple of Time, and then, then you meet Sheik, who, you know, as we know, is, uh, the, is actually Zelda in disguise, so... You meet Sheik, and you know you meet her so many times in the game. You know she teaches you a couple of tunes. She gives you some advice. I think the first song uh, you learn from her is the the Minuet of Forest. It's a song that can actually warp you to the sacred uh, forest meadow where where the entrance to the forest of Temple is. Uh, if you remember that early part of the game, that's actually where you meet your friend Sarah. She teaches she teaches you the fairy song or the no not the fairy song the Sarah song, I should say. Excuse me. And speaking of uh, your old uh, Kokri friend Sarah, I mean she's she turns out to be the the sage of the forest. So uh, that was pretty interesting. So if I remember correctly, so once you you speak to Sheik, she, she teaches you the meaning of the forest. You know, and you do realize that once uh, that you you can't turn back into young Link until you at least beat the forest temple. Like if you try to, Sheik is actually blocking the pedestal. If you talk to her, I think she'll say, and I quote. It looks like you have the skills you need. The forest girl is waiting for your help. Because I think... I, I, I'm going to need some of y'all... For, for, for some of you loyal listeners you know that follow me on Twitter, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, if, if you guys can confirm with me, I think also once you learn the Minuet of Forest, or maybe before you learn it, you're actually, through telepathy, you're contacted by Sarah or something like that. I mean... I think so, and uh, because keep in mind, Sarah is the is the first sage that you, you save. Uh, you actually save her. You know, you awaken her to her role as as the sage of the forest. You know that that's part of the process when you save her. So anyway, oh, and just so everybody know, everybody knows, 
I'll do episodes on this show on, on, on each dungeon. I'll, I'll, tr I'll try my best. You know, I'm going to try to keep this as uh, consistent as possible. I kind of almost went two weeks since my last episode. I only, almost kind of broke a promise, and I apologize. But uh, anyway. But there's one thing to keep in mind before you before you get to the Forest Temple is you actually have to complete a challenge at the uh, Kakariko Village in the, in the graveyard of the Kakariko Village, if I'm correct. You actually have to uh, acquire the hookshot because, remember... The steps to the forest of Temple are destroyed, so the only way to get up there is through the, is through the hookshot. So you have to um, basically go, go to the go go to the graveyard, and then I forgot exactly how it went. You know, I always remember the the grave the graveyard when you're a young Link. If you're in the graveyard, there's that little boy there. If every time you try to move that tombstone, this thing will appear and says, and I quote. Don't cause trouble. I'll tell Dompe, unquote. So that means the little boy's threatening to tattletale on you for moving the tombstone, so. Uh, <laughs> I always thought that was actually kind of funny. And if I remember correctly, that, that little boy in the graveyard, I think that he's actually one of the customers. If you guys remember the Happy Mask shop in the marketplace of the Hyrule Castle, you actually, you actually end up selling him one of the masks. Although, you know, Speaking of the little boy in the graveyard, you guys remember that guard in Kakariko Village that you speak to that he says that his son pesters him for a mask? And then you give him that yellow uh, mask. I forgot the name of that mask, but I I'm sure everybody knows what I'm talking about. But you give it to him. So I'm pretty sure that guard is the little boy's father. But then it turns out that how ironically you give the that little boy another mask. And the mask you give to the guard, he wears it the rest of the time. Until you become Big Link. So anyway... I always found that to be so freaking interesting. So anyway, yeah, as I said, the hookshot is required to enter the forest devil because there's there's no way to get in without it. Because remember, the stairs are broken. So, and the hookshot, you know, of course, you know the hookshot in, in the water in the water temple. You get the bigger hookshot after you you beat Dark Link, which uh, which was you know very interesting and very frustrating fight. At least in my case, because I got killed so many freaking times. But anyway. The hookshot, you basically, there's a challenge in the graveyard. Basically, what you do is you, you go to the graveyard, you find Dompe's grave, and then basically you go into his tomb where I guess you're, you're met by his spirit, and then you gotta do this challenge. And when you win the challenge, the reward is you open the treasure, you get the hookshot, and then you can make your way to the forest temple. And, and that was pretty much it, so. Very, you know, easy part of the first part of the challenge, so, you know, it was. Pretty good, you know, and, and, and to get the hook shot is, is really not that difficult, so anyway. But you know, what's really interesting about the Forest Temple, you know, you know, basically, one more time, it's, it's deep within the Sacred Forest Meadow, which is in the Lost Woods, and the Forest Temple is basically like, a, if I remember correctly, it's like a mansion. It's a mansion that's like in ruins. Uh, you know, it, I'm not exactly sure the best way to describe it. I know it's it's a mansion, but there's like ruins and it's all outgrown and it's like been abandoned. So it's obviously meant to be mysterious, obviously. And so anyway, I mean, the way to get in is you use the hookshot. You you basically uh, grab onto a tree branch and then you you get in. And the temple is basically strained or filled with strange puzzles. Inhabited by monsters, and that's actually where you introduced that. Sometimes you're warned that there's monster shadows hanging on the ceiling, 
And sometimes if you're just sitting there, this giant circle starts appearing under you, and then you hear that this funny sound. If you don't move, this giant hand, you know, grabs you and then pulls then pulls you up, and then you have to you have to start the temple again or start at the beginning from where you were. I wouldn't say you have to start it all over again unless you didn't save, but but man, you know, the forest temple is just so mysterious. I mean, I remember one of the corridors of the of the forest temple was twisted. You know, I was like, that is pretty fucking scary. I, I swear, playing those dungeons at night, playing Zelda at night, I mean, that's right. You, you play these these dark, mysterious dungeons, I mean, that's really going to make you hard. That's really going to make it hard for you to sleep at night. So, but that's actually, that, that actually, that's deeper in the game. If I remember correct, once you enter the temple, well, before you enter the temple, uh, well, I should say, once you enter the temple, before you can actually open the first door, there's actually two wolves you have to fight. And there's actually a little treasure chest that you have to f open before you get to the door. Remember the front... Excuse me, I think the front door of the temple is locked. Well, once you enter the temple, like... To actually enter the mansion, I should say, the door is locked. And there's a lot There's a lot of small treasures with keys. Some of them have hearts, some of them have rupees. And there's that treasure. And then the first big treasure you find uh, is the map with all the other treasures in the game. Well, actually, no. The map actually tells you where everything is. The compass helps you find the treasures. If I remember, yeah, if I remember correctly, in the Zelda Ocarina of Time, it's the compass that helps you find the treasures in that particular dungeon. But the map and the compass are two important things, and believe me, you will actually need them. At least in my case, you do. But so once you enter the once you once you enter it, you get to a room where there's actually an elevator. And as you approach the elevator, four poses. Technically ghosts, but in, in Zelda, they're called a Poe. It's spelled P-O-E, so I'm pretty sure all of you Zelda fans know exactly what I'm talking about. Four Poes show up and... Well, let me say it like this. There's that elevator, and then surrounding that elevator, there's four torches. Each with, with a colored fire. I think one of them is green, one of them is blue, one of them is red, and I think the fourth one is yellow, if I am correct. So, when, once you approach uh, near the elevator... Four Poes appear and steal those fires. And then the elevator goes down. And basically, the main objective is you have to fight the four Poes to get those fires back. And then put them back to the torches so the elevator can come back up. You can Then you can have access to it. That elevator takes you to the bottom of the floor near where the uh, the boss of the of the dungeon, dungeon is lurking. And we'll, get to, and we'll get to that. Don't worry, but... <laughs> Yeah, so that's the way it goes. Like, so, so all the poses disappear, and then you start working your way through the temple, and then eventually you, you fight all these different monsters. And the main treasure of the forest temple is the bow and arrow, because the bow and arrow is actually used to fight the boss and, and to fight and kill the pose as well. Now, basically, every major treasure you find in these dungeons, you'll actually you'll need them to fight the boss, like. It's kind of different, like, for the for the Shadow Temple, and the Shadow Temple, which well, I will do an episode on, if I remember correctly, the main treasure of the Shadow Temple are the Hover Boots. Although, I mean, although I'll be honest, I I did actually once beat the uh, Bongo Bongo, which is the boss of the of the uh, Shadow Temple, but I beat him without the Hover Boots, but I'm going to tell you this, you without the Lens of Truth, you can't even make it through that temple. And the Legend of Truth were not found in the Shadow Temple. They're actually found in the bottom of the well. And that's actually something you should do as Young Link. Well, you have to do it as Young Link anyway. So. Anyway. Back to the Forest Temple. 
<sighs> so, pull, the, pull up some of those. Yeah. So basically, after this, you steal the flames. You have to from the torches. You basically you work way through the temple. You you, you get the bow and then. Basically, you go to the upper the upper floors of the temple where you fight the, the first two... Then the, the Poes are actually sisters, the Poe sisters is what they were called. You start fighting them. I remember you get to certain parts where there's like three frames and you have to shoot an arrow to one of them until you find the one where the, where the Poe's hiding. And then you start fighting them. And then one by one, as you beat them, if I remember correctly, they lose the fire. The fire finds itself back to the torch. I th At least I think it's like that. But anyway, so you fight them. I'm, I'm not sure which, which color was the one that was first, but I just know that you have to hunt them down, beat them, and then, and then restore the flames, and that's part of the major completion of the temple. So you fight the first two in the upper levels of the temple, which is in passageways with staircases, just like I mentioned. And then there's those, there's like three frames. And the, the third sister is actually on another part of the temple, and then, and then there's the... I'm not sure exactly what the fourth one was, but but it, I, I just I just remember that you know <clears throat> but it's actually a, a part that before you fight um before before you fight the third the third one there's actually a jigsaw puzzle in the forest temple that you have to solve, which was actually very difficult. I mean the forest temple is technically not the hardest, you know it it it's it is easy but there is a challenge. I mean everybody I mean I, I swear to God everybody tells me that. Oh, it's easy. I mean, they won't admit that they were challenged, that, that it was a challenge. I mean, I get it. It's not hard compared to the other temples. But don't deny the fact that you were challenged, that you actually had to f stop and figure out what was going on. People just won't admit that. There's no shame in admitting that this game really challenged you. I'll admit it. This game was one of the hardest games I've ever played as a kid. I loved it so much, but then I would hate it so much because I could not figure stuff out. The same thing goes with the Deku Tree. I mean, the, the Deku Tree is obviously the easiest part of the game because it's just the beginning. It starts off easy and it gets more difficult. You know, the boss of the Deku Tree was easy. I and mean, the whole thing with the Deku Tree was not hard at all. And then there's the... The, the Dongo's Cavern, you know, where you help the Gorons. And then there's the Jabu Jabu's Belly. That's where you get the third one. But the bottom line is, The Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time, is a major challenge. And when people just don't want to admit that they were challenged from this game, that they actually found it things to be difficult, I mean, I'm like, come on, man, it's a video game. There's no, there's no shame in admitting that a video game was challenging. And the fact that the video game was tough, difficult, and challenging, that's a good thing. Okay, it's a good thing that, that one of the best video games ever created it was a major challenge. So there's really no shame in, in admitting it. But ladies and gentlemen, let me go ahead and take a quick break. I will see y'all in about sixty seconds. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. 
Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. And ladies and gentlemen, I am back. This is the Bear of Texas, and this is Rage Quit, the video game discussion segment of the Bear of, Bear of Texas podcast. And we are discussing the Forest Temple Dungeon of the Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. And God damn it, I'm having so much fun. Alright. Oh, dude, okay. And I was wondering where the fourth of the, of the Post Sisters was. It was actually in the same main room where the elevator is. So once you... And, and, I mean, of course, you know how ironic it is. The fourth one is where it, all, is where it starts. I mean, that makes perfect sense. So... You know, and I should mention this is actually from the uh, the Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time, the regular one. Because keep in mind, those the the Master Quest version, which you know, make, which is basically the game the same way, but it's the game is a hell of a lot more difficult. If if I remember correct, Master Quest is just you know is is basically a much more challenging version of the of the regular version. But but we're talking about basically uh, just the regular Forest Temple, like from the regular Ocarina of Time. You know. Speaking of Ocarina of Time, Ocarina of Time arguably has one of the best so- video game soundtracks in history. Some would say that the soundtrack of Ocarina of Time is the best video game soundtrack ever made. In my case, ladies and gentlemen, and I am serious when I say this, in my case, it is so hard to decide which video game soundtrack is the greatest ever created because there's so many of them. That goes from 007 GoldenEye. Ocarina of Time, Super Smash Brothers Melee, Super Smash Brothers Brawl. The list goes on, you know. So, I don't exactly know, uh, you know, as far as that goes. But and if it was a little bit of static, I apologize. I just have realized I had my phone right by the mic, and that usually causes problems. But you know, and speaking of the soundtrack, you know, the music in the in the temp in the Forest Temple is just. So freaking mysterious, you know. It's like it makes you feel like it. It, it really, it really is like you know mysterious, but it's supposed to. And what's really ironic is that it's like play. It's played by some wind instruments, you know. The music is like slow, mysterious, creepy. I mean, it's like really. It's like, is it really trying to give you freaking nightmares? <laughs> but anyway. You know, and so, speaking of all the monsters you find, you know, obviously there's the gold skulltulas, but that that's all over Hyrule. I mean, finding all the gold skulltulas is, is is one of the many many challenges of the game. Although the, the whole skulltula thingy, I wouldn't say it's a mini challenge. I would say it's a mini challenge, but it's technically a major challenge because you know, remember the skulltula house or the Kakariko village? You got to break the kill more skulltulas. You break the curse on that family. So, but there's the the other big skulltulas. Those big spiders that just appear out of nowhere and for a guy that like me who has a fear of spiders that was actually kind of tough to deal with but eh, well maybe it wasn't so bad but anyway you know of course there's the floor master those big hands that I was talking about there's the stalfos as well man the wall masters the wolf the, the wolf foes we know those two wolves the green bubble which is that flaming green skull man lots of stuff but now we really have to get to the boss. You know, well, before I get there, the boss key. You know, the boss key was really one of those rooms that you really had to hit the switch to make the room go to normal because when you get to that room first, the boss key is on the wall. 
so then you, you, you go to the, the, this room after that, and then I think you go through a, through a maze, and then you hit a switch that, that, puts the, that changes the outcome of that room, and then you go back to the room, and then you, you can actually get the treasure, so... And, and keep in mind, the Bosky treasure was always a, a treasure chest that was, like, blue and yellow, I think, or green or yellow, but... Yeah, I mean, everybody, yeah, everybody remembers, you know, what the... What the what the uh, treasure chest with the with the boss key would look like. So, uh, so once you you get that, and you, you feed, beat all the post sisters. You take the elevator down. Then you got you got to go through another puzzle to like you know to unlock the gate to where the to open the door where the boss is lurking. And let's not forget the boss of the for forest temple is actually Phantom Ganon, which is actually a it's not Ganondorf himself. It's kind of like a spirit creation that Ganondorf created. So, but man, Phantom Ganon, really, really something pretty, uh, pretty cool. You know, I'm looking at the artwork right here. I mean, oh, man, from Ocarina of Time, I mean, the artwork according to this, I mean, this is beautiful. And it seems, and, and, and it seems that, you know, uh, Phantom Ganon actually appeared in the other games too, but since we're talking about Ocarina of Time, we'll go ahead and stick to that. So once you get to the room where he is, you basically climb up this little platform. If you try to turn around, the gate's actually got a seal by itself. Well, once you get to that room, you'll notice there's like paintings, like similar paintings all over the rooms. And then when you try to get out of that room, you basically things gonna be, is gonna go up. You're, you're gonna be trapped. And then when you turn around. That's where Phantom Ganon appears. I mean, at first it looks like it's Ganon who's like smiling and laughing, but then as creepy as it sounds, it looks like Ganondorf literally rips his own face off, and then you see like a phantom-like face, and it's Phantom Ganon. And basically, once the battle ensues, the Phantom Ganon jumps into one of the six paintings, and and then basically you have to pull out the arrow and then like keep a lookout to see which, which painting is going to come out of, and then you have to wait to the right time to shoot it with your arrow. And oh, keep in mind... When the battle starts, Phantom Ganon on, is on a horse, and I don't remember how many times it took. I think it was—I would say anywhere between four to six, uh, four to six times. Uh, he's gonna jump into the paintings and then he's gonna come out. I think if I were to—I mean, I really am sure it was anywhere between four and six times. So we'll go and stick to that. But so he jumps into the paintings, and you—you you, you, you keep your arrow out, and he's gonna. Once it gets close to coming out, there's like a, a swirl cloud, like a purple one that's make, making this funny sound. And yeah, you know you know when it's time to shoot the arrow. So but one, well, after a little bit, Phantom Ganon is no longer on the horse. And then he, he has this giant staff, like a wand-like staff. And then throw something at you. Then you got to hit it back with your sword. And then he'll deflect it back. It's kind of like fighting Ganondorf at the end of the game. And then a few times it'll hit him. He'll come down. Then you have to go to the sword and start slashing him several times. And... If I remember, it, 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 you hit him several times, and he recovers, goes back up, then starts shooting at you again, and you have to deflect it back, and he deflects it back. That that duel probably goes at least three more, three or four more times, and then... And then, you know, it's like that. And, you know... And I always mentioned, you know... I had to look it up, because I never miss with the arrow... Like, if you miss with the arrow, or if you, like, don't shoot it in time, Link actually gets hit with an with an electrical ball. So. 
okay, yeah, yeah so, yeah. I was actually looking at these notes like that, you know, for me, it's it's, it's different. It, basically, yeah, so, anyway. After, basically, uh, so once you beat the boss, uh, the, whole, the whole thing is just so mysterious, and I'm sorry, I'm kind of losing uh, my train of thought here, but once you basically beat the boss, apparently you do hear Ganondorf speak to you, and... And basically, uh, once he's defeated, Ganondorf tells me that he, I mean, he's nice enough to congratulate you, but he does mention arrogantly that this was only my phantom. When you fight the real me, it won't be so easy. And, and then because the phantom was, de was defeated, Ganondorf banishes it to the gap between the dimensions by Ganondorf. I mean, Ganondorf is just that powerful, so. Yeah. So obviously, I mean, if you fail Ganondorf, then... You gotta pay the ultimate price, right? <laughs> so anyway, let's see if I can dig up a couple more uh, facts about the Forest Temple. Remember, I mean, the, the Forest Temple didn't just appear in Ocarina of Time. According to this, it appears in Skyward Sword, <coughs> Twilight Princess, which I remember. Hmm. Obviously, Ocarina of Time Master Quest. Well, it doesn't appear in Wind Waker, although Phantom Ganon actually appeared in Wind Waker. But let me see what else I can dig up in this Forest Temple. So kind of, kind of gave the walkthrough. You know, and I should mention, obviously, uh, obviously you have the you have the Ocarina of Time itself. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm trying to see these pictures. Okay, there's a video called "The Mystery of the Forest Temple." You know, what? I'm actually gonna save that. I'm actually gonna watch that. That actually looks really interesting. But as far as I'm concerned, the Forest Temple is uh, its a challenge, but it's really not that bad. But, you know, after being the Forest Temple, I mean, it, it, a player would tell himself, well, if this wasn't too hard, well, if you think this wasn't too hard, I mean, it, it's only going to get more and more difficult. I mean, the Fire Temple isn't that bad, too, but it's more challenging. The Water Temple really takes a challenge to a whole new level, although everybody says it was a piece of cake. I mean, it's not its not that the Forest Temple is hard because it's hard to, it's hard to figure things out. I mean, that's that, too. But the Forest Temple is so, is so challenging because you have to con constantly change the water levels in the game, if you remember correctly. But that's another story for another time. But the bottom line is, overall, The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time, even though I could beat it on my own probably in a couple of days if I had the time. But I'm not going to admit, even to this day, even though I've played the game so many times, I haven't played the game in so long. I mean, I'm God knows how rusty I am. But there's not just the dungeons. There's also the mini games, the mini challenges. I mean, the Ocarina, Ocarina of Time has... Plenty on, plenty for you on the plate. So, <laughs> God knows how how long it, it could take you to, to, get, to get to get the entire hundred percent out of the game. So I mean, boy oh boy, I mean, awkward enough time. You know, arguably one of the one of the greatest games ever created. And last thing I want to say, okay, so there was the blue posters, or like the fires, the blue one. There was a blue, red, green, and yellow. Okay, yep. So I was correct. Okay. Oh wait, you know what? No, it's not yellow. It's purple. Never mind. It's just the picture I'm looking at right there. The green one. It kind of looks like it's yellow, but it's actually green. No, the final poster was actually a purple one, and I actually forgot. Oh, this source, uh, IGN. I think it's In Game Network, if I'm correctly. 
and actually remind it actually tells you about it. I mean, this is one of the, the guides that you know I could have had this as a kid, but I don't didn't know anything about it. But I forgot the final post sister actually clones herself and she surrounds you. Obviously, she's trying to fool you, but it's tough. To, you know, it, it, it's really just so tough. You know, to get the real one. You know, it's hard to get it on the first try, but but it's really not that bad. But it was fun. So overall, the forest temple was fun and. It was really taking that challenge to the next level. And I kind of feel like, you know, last thing I want to say is how ironic it is that the Forest Temple is the first major dungeon when the whole entire game takes place in the Kokiri Forest. I mean, well, you know, before the, I guess I should say before um, I go, actually. So obviously once you beat the, once you beat Ganondorf's Phantom, you go to the Sage, uh, go to the uh, Sacred Sage Room where you meet Sarah and she basically acknowledges, you know, that, that Link and... She says, you know, that she somehow knew that, that he wasn't a true Kokiri, but it's okay. He's the hero of time. And, you know, Sarah, you know, is Link's childhood friend, and she thanks him. And basically, you're awarded the Forest Medallion. And I remember that music that plays when you get the medallion is just so freaking cool. And then after that, you're taking, you're warped into the, like, the, the, the closer to the, to the Great Deku Tree. And then something pops up. It's called the Great Deku Tree Sprout. And what it does is it thanks you so much for breaking the curse on the Forest Temple. And it actually informs you on a, on a couple of things that you know, the, the, the Forest, uh, the Great Deku Tree Sprout tells you um, that, you know, notice that, you're, uh, that none of the Kokiri kids recognize you in your grown body. So you actually, I, I think it was the Sprout that actually tells you that Link is not actually a Kokiri because he tells you that the Kokiri, true Kokiri, they never grow. Like, even after seven years, they're still kids. So, and basically, he tells you the story that that Link's mother, well, there was actually a, a serious civil war going on in high, in, a, in the Hyrule Castle, or, or on Hyrule Land. A Hylian mother came with her baby, and she gave her baby to the Great Deku Tree, and that baby turns out to be Link, so... So the Great Deku Tree protected Link until the time came that Link had to embark on his journey as the hero of time. So it really is important to read the uh, to read the dialogue of the game because you'll you'll learn more than you can, you'll learn more than you know and and quite frankly it's just super interesting. So yeah, and you know, last thing I want to say is after the fourth step, I I remember going around talking to the Kokiri kids and we all remember the the leader of the Kokiri Mido. I think you actually see him in the you see him in the Lost Woods and and he actually expresses remorse for bullying Link because you know you all know he did not like Link he was mean to Link he bullied him and yet I think he says at one point that if you see Link tell him I'm sorry I was mean to him and you just tell me Mito feels bad and, and I'll say well at least he f finally understood but when we talk to these other Kokri, Kokri kids we I, a few of them will probably say if you talk to them they'll say Link. I wonder if he'll ever come back because they noticed Link left the forest and never came back and they wonder if he ever would. I mean, they don't even know that they're talking to him, but they can't recognize him because he's all grown up. <laughs> How funny. Ladies and gentlemen, Rage Quit is available to you on all streaming platforms including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Thank you very, very much for joining me. And once again, for those of you who follow me on Twitter, if you have any subject suggestions, let me know. I'll try to have you on the show as well. We'll make it happen. Thank you all very much. Y'all have a happy Thanksgiving.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.